I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, Gina. Hi, Ioni. Hi, everyone. I'm Gina, the senior editor of Polyester. Why do you get to say hi to everyone and I just say hi to you? Because you wrote the fucking script. No, you did. Yeah, and then you rewrote it, so that's your problem. Anyway, and I'm my... <laughs> and I'm Ioni, the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester, and this is the Polyester Podcast, a feminist pop culture podcast dissecting the discourse on a weekly basis. Before we start, if you're a fan of this podcast, please make sure to like, rate and subscribe. And if you really love us, you can sign up for a podcast membership where you can join our Discord and get in our Insta-close friends for only three quid a month. Yeah, well, we're not reading out any reviews today because the episode in which we said we are now open and accepting reviews just came out yesterday in our time, not in podcast listeners' time. So... Although everyone's going to hate me now because I don't say hi to them. Time's a fucking circle, mate. Right. Well, say hi now then. Hi, everyone. Jesus, you can have it if you want. No, it's okay. Why don't we both just do it? Okay, in unison. Yeah. (laughs) We can't do it if we don't get it correct on unison first go every time, though. Right, go on then. Hi, everyone. (laughs) You've got to count down. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Oh, fucked it. Okay, whatever. Right, that was in unison. No, it wasn't. You were way off me. No, it wasn't. Yeah, you are. Don't, because I'm dyspraxic. Anyway, enough. What are we talking about today, Gina? Uh, We're talking about Doja Cat. We are talking about Doja Cat. Enough is enough. (laughs) The time has come. (laughs) Well, we have to talk about Doja Cat. The time she's been waiting for, to be honest. What does that, what's that supposed to mean? But I think she'd love to be the topic of a, a bloody feminist culture podcast. <laughs> so the reasons why we are talking about Doja Cat, if you have not been following her or if you don't keep up with the Doja Cat drama, is Doja Cat has recently been slammed by her fans after wearing a shirt with an image of an alt-right comic, is what Rolling Stone call him, Um However, I've seen him be described as also a neo-Nazi and been described as other things as well. Yeah, I saw it as neo-Nazi. This is an article in Rolling Stone by Daniel Kreps, which says, Doja Cat's latest troll has once again pushed fans to the limit as the singer posted and then deleted a photo of herself wearing a shirt featuring a notorious alt-right comic. On Friday, Doja Cat uploaded the selfie donning a shirt with the image of Sam Hyde. 
an internet infamous edgelord with ties to both the alt-right and neo-Nazi movements. Hyde was previously a co-writer on Adult Swim's Million Dollar Extreme President's World Peace before the series was cancelled after one season for featuring racist and sexist messaging, BuzzFeed reports. In a long-running viral joke, Hyde's name is also mentioned on social media as the suspect in the immediate aftermath of mass shootings. Would you like to tell us what happened next, Gina? It sounds fucking delightful, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Doja posted this selfie wearing the T-shirt and then obviously got loads of shit for her. And then- also, it was very like an off-the-cuff selfie. Like her makeup was done, but she's quite good at doing her own makeup, isn't she? And it was like just in a car, so it wasn't like a bit like it wasn't like a shoot plan around it like you would think that that was just an outfit she was wearing in her day-to-day life do you know what i mean well yeah i think it was yeah i don't think she's like changed into the t-shirt in the car got the pick and then took it off yeah yeah yeah. like she generally thinks wearing that is like something to be worn yeah exactly so she posted it and everyone started kicking off in her comments of course so then she took down the photo but reposted it um, or a different selfie, but from the same like burst of selfies with the image cropped, like the t-shirt cropped. And then the caption was just loads of eye roll emojis, which is so childish. It was 39 eye roll emojis I read in the research. <laughs> Have you counted them? No, someone else did. And I've just <laughs> memorized. <laughs> so you, can you just proper imagine us sitting in a car like, oh, I'm just going to, I look really good in that picture. I'm just going to repost it. And then trying to think of a caption, like, to, to make up for not for having to crop it and being like, I know. I'm just going to eye roll. And then her actually being really fuming and sitting there going, on the eye rolls. But it's really funny, just like, when someone does something like this, like, I think it's just so funny to, like, imagine I'm sitting in their house doing it. Because it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Obviously, it's like the latest in a long line of antics from Miss Doja Cat. Miss Doja Cat. Miss Cat. Mrs. Cat. Um, it's a long line of antics. So she's been kind of like going through it with her fan base called the Kittens. Um, lots of them have unfollowed her. Apparently, she is in a rumored relationship with somebody called Jay Cyrus, who is a streamer who's been accused of alleged grooming and sexual misconduct by multiple women. She's also done other stuff, but I can't exactly. Can you remember it, Gina? Oh, the posting feet in um, 4chan chat rooms. Yeah, and with her boyfriend or alleged boyfriend, she was like outwardly like logging into the Twitch stream and like giving people shit in the comments for who were like accusing him. Like it wasn't just like that she's dating him, it's that she was like defending him as well from like these accusations. Mm -hmm. So it's not like she's just like, uh, ignorant participant in these things like she's outwardly like attacking people and I feel like with Doja she's always been quite like out there on the internet lol I can't think of a better word but people have like excused it because like it's been within the realms of acceptable humor do you know what I mean yeah I think with like the chat room thing it's like oh she's being ironic like she's being like a troll like it's that thing where they like you can excuse so much these days by saying are they trolling Mm -hmm. um as if like that's any excuse to just be like a little prick so doja cat has rightfully or i don't know she's rightfully gained the title of an edgelord which i actually wikipedia'd because i feel like it's something that's so in the lexicon but 
you just know it do you know what I mean without actually yeah, it's knowing good what it to means. have like a set definition of what that is an edgelord is someone typically on the internet who tries to impress or shock by posting exaggerated opinions such as nihilism or extremist views the term is a portmanteau derived from edgy and shitlord I've just learned what portmanteau means <laughs> <laughs> book shut up (laughs) a person who basks in the bitterness and misery of others according to the merriam-webster dictionary the first known usage with this meaning was in 2015 it was added to webster's in september 2023 what that's so recent oh disney princess about it Edgelords were characterized by author Rachel Monroe in her account of criminal behavior, savage appetites as internet cynics lumped the online Nazis together with the serial killer fetishists and the dumbest goths and dismissed them all as edgelords, kids who tried to be scary online. I thought of most of these edgelords as basement dwellers. I love the phrase basement dwellers or (laughs) shut-ins. They're both really good. Pale faces lit by the glow of their computer screen, puffing themselves up with nihilism. An edgelord was a scrawny guy with a LARPy vibe, possibly wearing a cloak, dreaming. What? Why are they wearing a cloak? Don't worry, are they describing my sibling? <laughs> dreaming of omnipotence or a girl with excessive eyeliner and lots of Tumblr posts about self-harm. The disturbing content posted by edgelords was under <laughs> why are you laughing? Nothing. <laughs> the disturbing concept posted by edgelords was undermined by its predictability. Being an edgelord is frequently associated with the forum site 4chan. The renegade rhetoric of the edgelord is often intentionally employed by the far right to troll leftist targets. Which yeah. I think applying all of that to Doja Cat's behavior is really interesting because... I don't think people would assume she was right wing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, I don't know if she would class herself as right wing. Well, you're right wing if you're wearing a t-shirt of a neo-Nazi. But it's that whole thing, isn't it, being like, I'm doing it ironically. Yeah. I'm trying to be, like, counter-cultural. Which is really interesting because, like, it's... But also, it's worth saying that she hasn't actually claimed it as that. Like, there are some fake screenshots going around Twitter being like, oh, I just thought it was a cool pic with a guy in a garden, but they're fake. Um, She hasn't actually claimed, like, not knowing. She hasn't made a statement about it, basically. Which I think is interesting because it does set her apart from, like, other artists that have, like for right or for wrong like I think most people would agree it's for it's distasteful and bad but other artists like punk artists um Susie Sue and stuff who purposefully used like Nazi symbolism to shock people and make a point you know what I mean like she hasn't actually claimed it as that yeah when she got caught doing the um when she got caught doing the forum things as well like she did a statement but that was like two years ago and I feel like as she's grown in fame, she's also like gotten like more ballsy with like the actions she's she's met, choosing to do. And like she's like and she's even saying it in the songs like I'm fa- so famous now. Like what the fuck are you actually going to do to me? Like you can't touch me. Which is actually really interesting because Paint the Town Red, Red I think is her first like number one hit. And I read in the research I can't remember where that it's interesting that that was her first one because even like Say So was obviously such a big a big song, but it 
was big around the same time that she was revealed to be in racist chats and on 4chan. So this behavior does actually obviously put people off engaging with her, um, which she also would have known because like, no doubt she would have been told a million times like there's jokes running around Twitter, no end about like how her publicist has quit. So it's interesting that she's saying, oh, I'm so famous. You can't touch me. It's like, mm, realistically, you haven't actually been famous for that long. Like you got famous in the pandemic really and truly, or just before. Yeah. I'd, I don't know if I think that I think she's like trying to rub it in the faces of people who are like so on the internet because I think a lot of people would see her in that t-shirt and not know who that was or like why it was bad and like a lot of the things that she does that are trolling are things that maybe like wouldn't translate to like a wider audience typically so it's for like chronically online people basically yeah like she's literally like baiting people who are on the same level of her of like internet understanding like it won't actually affect it's kind of like we were saying last week like it won't actually affect like her record sales or like her streams or anything and there's that thing online as well of like having like a problematic fave like people will be like oh yeah doja's a cunt but i love say so like it's not i don't think it she i think she's right she's not gonna damage how famous she is i think it will because also like the because it's annoying as well that she's kind of um lumped like her new visual aesthetic for the album in with like now this moment because they can't be unseparated which is like obviously like loads of devil imagery and loads of demon imagery which in itself isn't like right wing or isn't um alt-right or isn't like incel or isn't edgelord like the only people you're edgelording by dressing as a devil are like really or like really christian people i think as well like the like all the illuminati theorists and stuff as well are gonna get pissed off by r and i think like that's interesting that she's like baiting people who are like conspiracy theorists in that way then also courting this like alt-right internet fandom that is so like deep down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories like it's funny that she's like trying to like poke fun at one while also being like so fucking deep in the other what do you mean by funny like it's just weird like what like she can't see the wood for the trees Mm, yeah yeah yeah. um and also she just keeps getting it wrong so like her fourth single off the album which i'm probably going to mispronounce is balut balut b-a-l-u-t um which is after a popular filipino fertilized egg street dish that she crudely and controversially mischaracterized as a bird being eaten alive. And she said the song is a metaphor for Twitter stands and the dismantling of Twitter under Musk's rule. Fuck what they heard. I don't fuck with them birds is a lyric, but it doesn't mean that. And it's also just like really racially insensitive. Also, she's just embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like not, there's not, it's like anything she's doing is just like not as deep as she thinks that it is. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, like a point, because I think a lot of the threads that run through like celebrity or high profiles people like flirtations with the alt-right or with um, edgelord culture is that they think they're coming at it from a place of like deep intelligence, that they just understand things more than like your common person. But yeah, it's so thin, like it's paper thin. It's just that like, I'm not like other girls thing, like, Mm. it's like, um, it is literally just that it's like trying to be like i'm like this aggrandizing of like being like ironic and having this complicated stance like it's not it's not actually that interesting and it's not actually that like cool that you've read like you've listened to like five podcasts from like 
people who aren't really that well known like congratulations <laughs> but like sharing that kind of rhetoric when you have that kind of audience is just irresponsible like it's just not there's nothing about it that's that's fine to do and I think that I don't know when I was reading the research it was making me think like why would a woman want to court controversy and then I was thinking yeah and I was thinking that saying things like that ah, like even especially in an ironic way like comedians do kind of was like synonymous with power because it was only really been able to be done by like white men because they were mm-hmm. kind of like the only ones who were able to punch down and now that like we've realized that anyone not anyone can punch down but like a celebrity or like a woman can punch down, especially a white woman not that Doja is but like can punch down like especially post-Trump like there's that power of being controversial that's like been embedded in us all now being like oh well I'm, I can just like get so many fucking views or so much fucking attention from having this point of view rather than like assimilating to maybe more of a leftist point of view that's kind of started to be expected of celebrities now. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just um, taking out links. No, it's a really good point, but I'm trying to remember it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's very true. But yeah, it's kind of like a certain herb. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Power dynamic, but it kind of what you said about it being like for chronically online people her wearing that shirt like the people that would be offended by it are chronically online like I didn't know who Sam Hind or Hyde was before she wore that t-shirt you know what I mean like I think I found yeah, out same. from a tweet anyway but it kind of reminds me of that like really overused Twitter phrase where it's like your Doja Cat won't see your criticism of X but your friends who are X will you know, yeah, like, all our mates. Yeah. <laughs> all our mates who listen to Red Scare. We're, <laughs> we're calling you out and we will continue to. <laughs> next week, when we are tackling, wait, what's the episode next week called? Why women? Why do women want to be red pilled? This is a soft launch of that episode, okay? Okay, but let's go back to Doja Okay, Cat. No, yeah, so I was going to go, I found this article in Wired which was how red pill culture jumped the fence and got to Kanye West. So obviously it's about Kanye and it came out like um, when he was more in the limelight for being that stuff. 
for being that stuff, for, you know, holding those views. He's kind of gone under the radar a bit now, apart from, like, getting a blowjob on a boat. Yeah. Would you like to take us through this article, Gina? Yeah, let me just get it up. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so the article says that the imagery of the Matrix has, like, run through internet culture since, like, it basically began. So, like, concepts, like, being and unplug in and stuff like that like it's the same as neo and like unplugging his neck and stuff like that like getting yourself out of the internet mm-hmm. and then the kind of like alt right has latched onto the idea of the red pill so there's a bit in the matrix if you haven't seen it where um Lawrence Fishburne holds out like two pills I can't I should know his name <laughs> Morpheus um holds out two pills and he goes right if you take the blue pill like you'll just go back to sleep when you, you won't know that you've learned all this stuff like about what the matrix is and like that everything's a simulation or you can take the red pill and you can come with us and try and dismantle it and like you'll know more than everyone else like does like you'll see past like the fake makeup of society that you believe in basically I've just realized that that's the Birkenstock bit in Barbie mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a matrix head. I'm not a matrix head. What the hell? I didn't even like it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sorry, I'm not a cinephile. Oh, sorry, I've got a letterbox, Dione. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> okay, so then basically they're saying like red pilled means that when someone kind of like gets deep into a conspiracy theory and it's typically an old right one and they can kind of see the world for like different to what it is so like when men's rights activists were being told that they're wrong they can be like oh well i'm red pilled like i can see more than you bloody ideological sheep like i can see more like i can see the actual constructs of like what's going on here mm-hmm so it's just kind of like an embarrassing way of trying to be like, I'm a conspiracy theorist, basically. Yeah, just like a really embarrassing way of doing that. And it's this article kind of explains that it's weird because like people that consider themselves to be red-pilled don't actually have like many crossovers on their ideology, but it can just be applied to like anything that's conservative or um, nationalist or like all of that kind of stuff. White supremacist and misogynist, but it's not as if you can say like, oh, I'm red-pilled and that means you believe in, like, Pizzagate. Like, it's not one thing definitely means the other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then it's kind of caught on into its own lexicon now where, like, you're just, like, pilled about anything. So, like, I could say, like, oh, I'm Ethel Kane pilled because, like, I've just become really obsessed with it. Yeah. And, like, understand all the law and, like, I've just gone down the rabbit hole of understanding, like, what that's about. Which, again, I think is interesting because it, like is interesting how a very kind of like extremist meme has become become so ubiquitous do you know what I mean like it's become so meaningless and I feel like that ties into what Doja Cat thinks of herself like she doesn't actually think that it's harmful to wear a neo-nazi t-shirt because she can just like par it off as being internet humor like she doesn't see anything as having real life consequences yeah definitely and I think that's only going to mount with her being a celebrity, really, in it, because she doesn't have real life consequences. Like, it's not going to make her less rich. Well, I think it will. <laughs> I don't think it will. I think That's it's too much. Said. I think it's too much of a fucking deep cut for like. I think if anything was going to get cancelled, it'd be the demon stuff and like all the mad. Like, it's weird that she's like. I think it's really interesting actually that she's 
pissing off everyone which kind of leads me into like what I was finding online a lot when we were looking up this is that there's a core section of her fan base who think that she's doing it on purpose to try and get cancelled to try and get off her record label because she's been there since she's 17 and also like a lot of people still give her shit for working with Dr. Luke a lot which I think is to do with her label contract yeah people will probably remember that she tried to quit music last year but also she has spoken out about like in defense of Dr. Luke so many times and been like I've got nothing to apologize for so I don't know if she actually cares about that do you know what I mean yeah that's what I mean I think it might just be like uh there's this thing where like fans where they'll just like defend anyone to the ends of the earth and you've touched on this and like the podcast before like the taylor swift and Matty healy one like they'll like conspiracy this is such a conspiracy theory episode but like when you're that much of a fan of someone you'll conspire make up conspiracy theories about them to defend them from whatever like bad actions they're taking mm-hmm. because people feel like they know that person and i think doja cat definitely feeds into that because also there'll be like a certain subsect subsect subsection of her fan base that will be like I get the joke I get why that should be funny like I get like this like irony post irony like shy that she's peddling do you know what I mean but a huge portion of them will not like I think she does make very mainstream pop music and people won't people will either be offended or indifferent well that's kind of like what she was saying as well at the start of like this album cycle she was like I'm not making pop music anymore I'm not making rap music anymore I want to make music that means something I've been used as a shill to like market these songs that can be used in adverts and then just made an album that was literally the same and unlistenable like the worst of all her albums yeah which again maybe that is you can tie that into her trying to get out of this record (laughs) she's just a fucking fascist but that's what i mean like it's easy to understand why the kids would think that also we're gonna go into it more next week but like i think there's not even a fine line it doesn't exist like i think there's a false equivalence of a fine line that like wearing these things or like making these jokes people can so easily be like yeah, but I'm do- saying or doing it because I fundamentally disagree and I'm taking the piss out of it. And it's like, that's actually not how comedy works. Like, yeah, you can't just wear something with no context and try to say that you're not in blind support of it. Yeah, what's that thing being like, you can't be ironic or you can't be like, make jokes that punch down because you're just feeding into the mainstream perception of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I do think that's like a Louis C.K. <laughs> I think that's a Louis C.K. quote. Oh, I've just seen it on like TikTok um but it got us to thinking more about like right-wing celebrities and like I think it's obviously interesting because there's basically Doja Cat is like a global celebrity right like if you asked our mums they'd probably my mum probably wouldn't but I feel like your mum would know who Doja Cat is and like (laughs) (laughs) what What? all right you you was you're not like other girls mum no (laughs) she just won't know (laughs) my mum wouldn't but yours would I love Do- like I used to love Doja Cat like I was a stan before all of this yeah and um, I seen her I seen her live didn't I yeah but I'm saying like Doja is like a global celebrity and also for, for like an equivalence is Matty Healy and I saw a tweet about Matty Healy being like oh why does Matty Healy think that it's so much cooler to be like a calm town ch- chapo celebrity like niche celebrity instead of being like the actual global celebrity that he is and I feel like the same can be said for Doja but with the girls 
Oh, yeah, literally, like, she doesn't like how mainstream she is because she thinks that invalidates her art form. But it's interesting because there's, like, different celebrities for different people, I think, now. So, yeah, like, all of those, like, a lot of the right-wing or, like, dirtbag left celebrities won't be famous to a lot of people, which we're going to talk about more next week. But it means that still in like global celebrities, even though Doja Cat might only be like listening to Red Scare, might only be like digesting this content, that doesn't translate because she is so famous. And there's still, rightly so, an innate um, embarrassment if you're a global celebrity that like has these views. So I thought it was so funny that the article I found from Yahoo where it was like this actor that blamed AI for liking red-pilled social media posts and it was a person off Sabrina I can't remember it doesn't even say what his like actual name is but he played yeah. Ambrose on Sabrina lol and yeah which he was one, like which one's that it's like the I think he's like the cousin or something like he lives oh, in the house is it, with her. is it the British cousin yeah <laughs> The worst character. I only watched the first episode and I know that that's the worst character in Sabrina. <laughs> like, no wonder that he's doing the red pill stuff because he's so angry that his acting was that embarrassing. But he was, yeah, basically he got caught, like, liking loads of stuff, which was, like, trad masculine accounts and, like, accounts called, like, right-wing savages and unwokeism. And then, like, people caught it and straight away were, like, my, he was, like, my team are investigating this, but it's because we employed, like, an AI service to monitor my social media. And it's, like... Everyone knows that's not how that works, love. Well, that's the thing. He's leaning into the, like, nobody really knows what AI is capable of, so I can just blag that that was the problem. Like, he wants to seem cool to, like, fucking trad men, whatever the fuck that means. But then once he's caught, he's, like, scared and backs off straight away. Yeah, so Matty Healy of him. Whereas, yeah. like, Doja Cat's not back down. Like, she's not apologised. She's, On like, this. done that. She's done the eye-rolling. On this. Response. But also with her boyfriend, though, she didn't. Yeah, fair enough, that is true. But, like, she just didn't address it at all, right? Yeah, as far as I'm aware, she just didn't address it at all. I think she was kind of, like, saying to fans, being like, fucking unfollow me then, I don't care. Yeah. Um, Like, I don't need Instagram followers anymore. Like, I don't need, like, this attention online, which probably, like, she thinks she's getting the the right attention off the people who get it, which is just, like, embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. The title of this episode can just be dojacatisembarrassing.com. <laughs> um, I also put in an article right at the end of our research and we only have like a couple of minutes to go for it, but it's like, is it healthy to feel disappointed by a celebrity you don't know? And it wasn't like directly relating to Doja Cat. It was actually relating more to Lizzo, which is kind of like a different kettle of fish. And Ariana Grande, which I think is because she's going up SpongeBob, which is like a oh weird thing. Oh my God, the pop bitch thing about Lizzo though. What was it again? It was like, oh, she was shooting something in London and was like, oh, Lon- not in London. She was shooting something. And she was like, to a runner, like, oh, uh, this is the oh. specific meal that I want. It made them like travel an hour and a half away each way to go get it. Brought it back. She balked them for taking so long and then just didn't eat it. Yeah. Lol. She's a cunt. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> she's nasty. But. Like, also, Lizzo hid it for so long, whereas, as you said, like, Doja Cat's kind of not hiding it about herself. But I thought it was interesting because it was, like, 
there's lots of psychologists that have looked at the way we experience communal disappointment um, and the way that we kind of like invest in parasocial relationships in that like a lot of people would feel as disappointed in Doja Cat for like expressing interest in the alt-right as they would like if their best mate did. Um, and whether that's healthy or not is kind of like by the by in this case, but it is kind of saying at the end of this article, someone called K.S. Curtin, who's a professor of communication studies at California State University, thinks that the reason why fans feel like so confident in expressing their collective disappointment is related to cancel culture and a willingness to cut people out. She says, I think as a society, we are much less forgiving of unforgivable behaviors. For example, when Kanye made those anti-Semitic comments, Adidas cut him off quickly. I think decades ago, his behavior would have been rationalized away. I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I don't. I think it's understandable why people feel let down by someone, especially like when you're a young teenager, which most stan or like fandoms, as I understand it, are. Like you put so much passion and energy and effort into supporting someone and they literally say to your face, oh, I don't want you to be my fan. I don't care what you think. Like I'm, this isn't a project that we've done together, which I think a lot of fandoms see it as like a project now, like that mm-hmm. they've boosted someone, like, cause they do those things being like, we're having a stream along, like let's get this song to number one. Um, mm-hmm. And I think look, quite a few of Dodger's fan accounts deleted their accounts and they had like millions of followers and were like, we're yeah. not, we're pointedly not supporting you anymore. And we're not making the Doja project happen. And she was like, fuck you. I don't need you. I'm famous enough now. And that's like so weird that like that line just keeps being trotted out by her when she's been trying to quit music for like two years. <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, fuck but, it though. I am famous. But then it made me think also, which we're going to go into more next week about like the monetization of the alt-right. And like, maybe she thinks she can make more money from being a right-wing grifter than she can like being apolitical or left-leaning. Yeah, she's trying to, I think she's testing the waters on, like, if she she becomes one of those, like, blonde women on Fox News. Yeah. Like, the music for that, like, will. But is she, though? Because she's doing all the devil stuff. So I'd be interested to see where it goes. Well, I think there's definitely a widening, like, ground of which you're not, like, a white nationalist, um, stereotypical, like, trad white woman and you are like super conservative which i think we're also going to get more into next week on the podcast yeah definitely is it like a reaction to like woke people in it yeah exactly but let's not give it all away i don't think that is we gotta wrap it up we're gonna go and we'll see you next week thank you for listening thank you olivia see you next week bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 